the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If you are a faithful steward of God's resources, you know that God requires the first fruits of our increase. Tithing is a critical aspect of stewardship, but the question is, how are you managing the 90% God entrusts to you? Listen in today as Pastor Rander continues to teach on this subject. He'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. <laughs> it, 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 it is the grace of God that gives us the privilege of approaching a holy God confidently, boldly, confidently, freely, and in humility to share whatever is on our hearts as his children. If we had to pay for a long-distance service to talk to God in heaven, what would that bill be? Just one call. You know, heaven, earth, and you're going to pay for that connection? What would that one, we'll be paying on that one call the rest of our life and still wouldn't be paying. And, and yet you can pray to God and that prayer goes straight to him and he hears. Some people often ask, well, why should I talk to him anyway? He already knows what I'm going to say before I say it. He, you just said he's the all wise God, so why do I need to talk to him? I'm glad you asked that. You need to talk to him simply because he wants you utterly dependent upon him. When you talk to God and God talks to you, you that's called communion. Say communion. Communion. And when you and God get to talking and talking and talking, you know what happens? Your relationship with God is strengthened. Your relationship with God is strengthened. You, you get spiritual nourishment. You get spiritual insight. You're made strong, my friends. That's why he wants you to talk to him. Psalms 32, 6a says, for this cause, everyone who is godly shall pray to you in a time when you may be found. If you are godly, then you should be praying because godly people pray and know the necessity of prayer. When was the last time you made a Wednesday night prayer meeting at 630 when we're here praying to our Heavenly Father? With all the shootings and all the things that's going around, I mean, shootings in movie theaters, shootings on, in school campuses, co college campuses, nothing's off limits. Shootings and killings at Sandy Hooks in elementary school. Listen, what can you on planes? Listen, I'm going to tell you now, if you don't pray and if you don't have a prayer covering over your family, if you're not laying hands on your family, daddy, then, 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 then what is priority? When you're too busy to pray, you are too busy. As a matter of fact, dad, you're the priest in the home, and I, I pose a question for you. When is the last time your child stumbled in the room at any point in your house and found you on your knees in prayer? You talking about making an impact. I saw dad on his knees talking to God. Oh, I remember in Greenwood, Louisiana, back in the country, 
my grandma Emma, I was about eight, nine years old, and I was laying in that bed. She thought I was asleep, and I heard her on her knee. Oh, Lord, you know I need you. Lord, help my children. Oh, she was just crying out to God, and I was just listening to her pray. Wouldn't say a word, but I heard her crying out to God. When's the last time, Mama, you sang to your children? You say, I can't sing. If you can talk, you can sing. I don't care about singing off key. Just sing off key. God will sweeten the key. Oh, my friends, Psalms 55, 17 says, evening and morning and at noon, I will pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. In other words, we ought to be praying all day, every day. We need the Lord 24, 7. It's number seven. Well, another gift that God has given us is the gift of his presence. The gift of his presence. Matthew 28, 20b, it says, and lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Uh, Deuteronomy 31a says, and the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. You know, when we get fretful is when we fail to focus on the fact that the Lord is with you. Now, if you're living like the devil, the Lord is not with you. If you're in pornography and you're homongering and you're cussing and screaming and beating your wife and slamming doors and not speaking for two months, the Lord ain't in that mess. Okay, don't put, the, don't put God in that. And don't ask for God help while you live like a fool. God blesses the righteous. Why don't y'all say Amen. Having God's presence means we are never alone. As Christians, when we fail to, the word is acknowledge, when we fail to acknowledge his presence, it leads to fear and uncertainty. Be mindful, a life of holiness and obedience attracts his presence. A life of holiness and obedience attracts his presence. You want God to move in your life? you want God to be manifested, revealed in your life, then live holy and be obedient and watch your life shine and people be drawn to you as a a Christian man, drawn to you as a Christian woman because of the light of Christ that's emanating from you. Another gift from God is protection. Number eight, protection. Psalms 140. Psalms 144, 1 and 2 says, Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle, my loving kindness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield and the one in whom I take refuge, who subdues my people under me. Psalms 512 says, For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor, you will surround him as with a shield. As I forestated, don't expect God to be your defender while you're living like the devil. You have to live in such a way that the Lord will bless you. You have to live in such a way that the Lord will protect you and provide for you. A, it is the, the word is protective hand of God that has kept us through dangers seen and unseen. It is the protective hand of God. Listen, you're talking about the danger. How many of y'all been through some dangerous stuff? I know you have, but you know what? You would pass out on this floor and not wake up if God was to unveil to you all the unseen dangers that almost happened that did not happen. God did not permit it, and you didn't have a clue 
that you were about to be wiped out and God navigated you and you don't even know you've been navigated with. Sometimes God will cause you to pass up, go another way, do something that you don't normally do, break the normal routine, and then you look back and say, oh my God, had I gone that way at that time, this would have happened. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the protective care of God. Listen, God is protecting you when you don't know you're being protected. Why don't you say amen? What's so amazing is that the Lord keeps us when we don't deserve to be kept. Some of you got bad attitudes. You're mean, you're honorary, always fussing and grouchy. You, you, you like the Grinch that stole Christmas. And you know what? And somehow God in his mercy keeps us in spite of ourselves. Psalms 119, 114 says, you are my hiding place and my shield. I will hope in your word. The Lord is our refuge. Uh, Number nine, another gift from God is is healing, is healing. Uh, Jeremiah 17, 14 says, heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me and I shall be saved for you are my praise. Wow. Ask the Lord to heal you. James 5, chapter 5, verses 15 and 16 says, and the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. And the Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. It's powerful. That doesn't mean every time you pray and you're using it like a magic wand and God's just going to do that because you said, no, God don't work the same time every way. You know, you, 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 listen, God is a big God <laughs> and uh, he's a God you cannot fully understand simply because he's God. It's right. There, there's no guaranteed healing because you prayed in scripture. How many times God has healed us or is currently, the word is sustaining us in a health crisis and we fail to say thank you? I mean, how many of you been on an operating table? How many of you had a, even a flu shot? You know, you can die from a flu shot, shingle shot, a shot shot, gunshot. You can die. You don't have to have a bullet to die. The, the, the doctor can just give you the wrong medication and you out of here. You take that Tylenol by what? Faith. You take that aspirin by faith. You take those shots, they sticking you in there, sticking you in your child. You go, huh. and they're crying and howling and screaming. You go on and hold them still and give it to them. Let, let the nurse do what they're going to do, the doctor. By faith. Listen, we need to learn to say thank you. When God heals you of that cold, when God heals you of the flu, that's right. You cancer free. You ought to be jumping. Matter of fact, you ought to be doing a praise down all, all over this flow. <laughs> you say, but pastor, I've been praying and I've been praying and I got half riders right here and I can't do my hands like this. Oh, pastor, my feet are so swollen and I can't move my feet. Like I can't even pat my feet like you pat. You don't know how I feel. No, I may not know how you feel, but I got some news for you to encourage you. There are people that don't have a foot to hurt. <laughs> there are people that don't have a hand to even do this. Some people will say, I'd rather have arthritis and have a hand 
And when you ch- look, 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 when you start looking at God, he changes your spiritual perspective. Stop throwing yourself a whiny party and learn to say thank you. Why don't you say thank you now? Why don't you say thank you? You didn't say that loud enough. Why don't you? You don't have to wait to Thanksgiving to say thank you. You ought to say, let's say it loud. Come on. Thank Ain't he good? Apart from the Lord, there is no healing. Be mindful. We must leave room in healing for the sovereignty of God when it comes to healing. You don't know how God is going to work. Sometimes God says, yes, he heals. Sometimes he says, no. And sometimes he says, wait. Apart from the Lord, (laughs) there is no healing. Be mindful, we must leave room for the sovereignty of God when it comes to healing. Sometimes God may heal instantly, supernaturally, and miraculously. Other times he may heal slowly and progressively. Or God may not heal at all because he is God and he does things we cannot comprehend. For who can know the mind of God? Even Job's friend came and sat for days and when they opened their mouth, dumb came out and they blamed Job that he had committed some wrong, some sin, and God got tired of them with that, those accusations and he rebuked them and he said, you better go let Job pray for you so you'll be so you won't get what I'm about to do to you. And the very man they were saying, you must have done this, Job, must have done that. They had to go to him and be prayed over. Listen, when folk are going through challenges with their children, challenges with their health, challenges with whatever, don't be so quick to sit in the judgment seat. You don't know why they are where they are. And furthermore, you don't even have all the facts to even give the right judgment in the first place. So when God doesn't heal when you expect him to heal, take comfort in Isaiah 55, 8, 9, which says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. Verse 9, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Even when you don't understand, wait on me. Even when, you don't, when you're hurting, wait on me. Even when you can't figure this thing out, wait on me. God does things we cannot comprehend because he's God. Romans 8, 28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. God called us before the foundation of the world was ever laid. He knew exactly what you would be. He knew exactly the circumstance you would be in. And he knows exactly what you'll be going through in this moment, in time, in your life. And he's at work through the good and he's at work through the bad. And he's working things for your good and his glory according to his divine purposes. You trust the purposes and divine sovereignty of God even when you don't understand. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10 says, And lest I, this is Paul speaking, and lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelation, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me. Lest I be exalted above measure. You got to God let Paul see some marvelous things in heaven. He was taken up into the third heaven. He saw things that people don't see. 
And so God wanted to humble him. God didn't want him to be exalted. Verse 8 says, concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And some of you have been pleading for certain ailments and certain conditions to depart from you. Some of you are getting weary and some of you are getting tired. Some of you are growing old in the condition. There are Bible characters who waited 38 years before they received their healing. Sometimes God moves slow, sometimes he moves fast, but he's still God. Paul prayed again and again and again that that thorn would be taken from him. And verse 9, it says, and, and God said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. And wherever you are in life, maybe it's a tough teacher, maybe it's a tough exam, maybe it's a difficult child, maybe it's a difficult spouse, maybe it's a difficult boss, maybe you're just having trouble from the east, west, north, and south. Be it known to you today, my friend, God's grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecution, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. It is at your weakest moment that God's strength is revealed. And when people see your testimony for Christ, and when people see the smile on your face, and when they see you still living in hope, that's when they see the strength of God, the strength of the Lord all over your life. And have you ever gone to somebody who was sick or somebody who has just had a loved one to die, someone who's very close, and you've gone over there, to, you thinking you're going to find, find them in a hot mess only to find them still standing, still hoping, still believing, as a matter of fact, you went with your Bible and you went to minister to them, but when they got through talking to you, you got the blessing you thought you were going to give. <laughs> have you ever, have you, I've gone to some places and I was prepared to minister and when I came out that room, I said, you know what? I got more than the person who I came to see. What's the difference? They trusted God. They believed God. They hope in God. They looked to God. They keep their eyes fixed on Jesus. The scripture says, therefore, most gladly, I rather boast in my infirmities. That's not saying, oh, I'm glad I'm sick. Praise the Lord. I got sick again. I got cancer. I can't wait to get it again. Morbid. Crazy. No, no. No. In all these things, my God is on the throne. I can rejoice because my eyes is fixed on him. I can rejoice because <laughs> weeping may Endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I can rejoice because I can, I can wait till my change come. <laughs> so you can rejoice in the God of your salvation in spite of your condition, and that begins to minister to others in ways you can't even imagine. Oh, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Like Paul, even in the midst of our trials, we must have contentment in Christ which will cause us to accept the things we cannot change and say, not my will, but thy will be done. 
Paul says in Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 and 12, I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or I have needs. When we come to terms with our suffering and become absolutely dependent upon Christ, the Holy Spirit will enable us to minister and encourage others regardless of our present condition or circumstances which will bring glory to God. Therefore, in the midst of crisis of health, you who are in a financial crisis, you who are struggling with your marriage, you who have rebellious children, you who are experiencing injustice, maintain a right attitude and spiritual perspective before God and others. Guard your heart and watch your mouth. Paul writes this thank you letter to believers in Philippi for their help in in the time of need. Be mindful, when Paul was writing this letter to the church at Philippi, he was in a Roman jail unjustly for the sake of the gospel. Yet he doesn't allow himself to become angry at God. I've never seen so many people angry at God. Why did you let my child die? Why did my mama die? Why Why am I sick? Why, why, why? And God is looking at you and saying, why not? We get angry at God. We get bitter at people. We blame others. It's everybody's fault but ours. We, we, we throw ourselves an immense, huge pity party. Paul does none of this in that Roman jail and writes a letter of thanks to those who are a blessing to him. My friends, as I conclude, keep on praying. Keep on hoping. Keep on believing. Keep on serving. Keep on giving financially to the Lord's work who sacrificed himself for us. God sent his son for us to die on the cross. He bled to death on the cross and he was buried after he died. But early Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hands. And because God has given his only son out of his love, Then we give financially, we give of our time, our talents, our tithes. We give everything back to Jesus because Jesus paid it all and all to him we owe. 2 Corinthians 8, 5 says, and they exceeded our expectations. They gave themselves first of all to the Lord and then by the will of God also to us. Let me just recap just about 60 seconds. We, we said God has given us the gift of physical life. He's given us the gift of dominion, the gift of free will. He's given us the gift of love, the gift of the Bible. He's given us the gift of prayer. He, he's given us the gift of his presence. He's given us the gift of his protection, his healing. Therefore, we must ask ourselves like the psalmist, as I conclude. In Psalms 116, verse 12, what can I give back to God for the blessings he has poured out on me. What can I give back to God for the blessings he has showered and poured upon me? Malachi says, try me not in this. If I were not 
open for you the windows, not crack the window, but open the windows of heaven and pour out blessings that you will not have room enough to receive it. God is that good. But you can't give to God your time, your service, your tithe. You can't even give your children back to God until you first give yourself to the Lord. Only when you give yourself to the Lord does the Lord have ownership and the right to do what, with whatever you have according to his divine purposes. And all God's children said, let's pray. And Father, we thank you for this word. I preach my heart out because I love your people. And you gave this message and you ordered the presence of these who are here. Lord, help us to rejoice and not be like the Grinch that stole Christmas. Help us to be thankful when we see our children because kids are dying in college. They're being killed. They're being slaughtered. They're being massacred right before our eyes. We don't know if the husband coming home, the wife is coming home, or the children is coming home. And if there's ever time we need to do you right and give you our all and give you our time and give you commitment and passion and zeal and our attendance is right now. No time for lukewarm, meandering saints who are misdirected and confused. Lord, bring folk to Jesus now. In Jesus' name, and all God's children said, Amen. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching and would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit MaranathaSA.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas 78109. And if you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the Radio Broadcast Support Fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.